Hi, it's George, your host for Before Nashville, where we're bringing the country stars of tomorrow to the country fans of today, and want to introduce you to a new artist tonight. This one happens to be from Massachusetts in New England, and so the road has already taken us to California, we've been to Texas, we've been to central Missouri, and with this episode, we're going to head up to Massachusetts to talk with Annie Probst. So without further ado, let's get on the road and head to Massachusetts on Before Nashville. Before the arenas, before the awards. And the ACM for male vocalist is. This is Before Nashville. Welcome back to another episode of Before Nashville. And joining me is a, a young lady who... Uh, I told her earlier that she's got more awards than I have headphones. And if you've ever seen my headphone collection, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But she is a artist, um, misplaced from Ohio to Massachusetts. Her name is Annie Brooks. Annie, welcome to Before Nashville. Hi, thank you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's my pleasure to talk to you because I told you earlier today, and it's the, the truth, I was kind of fangirling today pretty bad. I'm going, man, <laughs> this girl is just, she's got it. Um, well, I'm and, flattered. And, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get into that some more. Let's start off a little bit about Annie. Where, 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 I already said, you know, you're from Ohio. Give us a little bit of background about being from Ohio and how you got to get into music first and foremost, and then we'll move forward from there. All right. Well, um, I grew up in Ohio. I moved out uh, right after college. Um, but I did, you know, like I was in choirs and I sang at home for dad and, and all sorts of things, but nothing, you know, nothing super organized other than school choirs when I was a kid. Right. Um, and then I really started my music career officially when I moved to New England. So um, okay. Ohio's, Ohio's great. I didn't grow up a farm girl or, or rural so much at all, but really like in the city with the Buckeyes and Columbus, <laughs> um, as your shirt says over there. Right, right. I'll have to show that if you can yes. see that on there. Yes, yes, it does say. I have to get it over here. Otherwise, it looks like Ohio State, <laughs> which I is know. fine. I, I mean, you know, that's the way they do it. Oh, Ohio. I mean, that's you know, right. that's, that's the the call. So what was it like? I mean, you, if you were growing up in the city, you weren't really a farm girl. What, and, and not that all farm girls know country music. I mean, a lot of them that aren't farm girls, know country music. What got you into country music? Um, I think my path was just kind of, um, I, when I started to sing and started to sing along to people, um, my voice kind of naturally sounded that way. Um, so right. I just kind of went with where I felt my niche was um, okay. and, and then started to song right after that, where I just love the storytelling nature of country songs. Um, so it just seemed like it was kind of meant to be with how I sounded, but then also um, my love for songwriting um, just kind of really fit into that genre the best, I think. Right. Now you... You got into country music, but the thing was that you didn't go to college for music. You went for education. Yeah. <laughs> I and actually went to college for, I was originally a math major. Um, and then I got super close to finishing that and I just was not interested in it. So I switched over to Spanish. 
Okay. Um, and that's what I ended up teaching. So I got my degree in Spanish and then took all of the Massachusetts teaching tests and things like that to get my license. I could see why you would lose interest in math. <laughs> It was so fun for so long, and then it was crazy and weird. <laughs> right. It's, it's like once you get past, you know, you've got two apples, you've got three oranges, you add them together, what do you have? It's fruit salad. I mean, come on, right. anybody can do that math. That's right. <laughs> you know, but yeah. you, um, and, and you got into teaching and started teaching Spanish, you said, and you taught in a charter school. Yeah. Yeah. You, wow. You're doing all your research. I'm impressed. Um, I, I did. Yeah. I taught up here uh, in Salem, Mass, actually, where like the witch trials happened. <laughs> um, I was waiting on that to come out at some point. <laughs> I mean, that's how people know it, I feel like, right. from, you know, from everywhere else. Um, right. But yeah, it's a great little city. Um, and the charter school, um, you know, you can kind of dive right into charter schools sometimes before you have gotten your full education degree and they give you kind of the time to get it done. Um, mm -hmm. So that was a nice way to jump in and, and it seemed to be a really great fit. I was there for eight years. But you taught Spanish while you were there, not math. No. <laughs> um, you're also now, and correct me here if I'm wrong, I think you took a hiatus. You took some time off of teaching because you were also coaching softball and soccer. So I actually did that at the school I taught. So I okay. taught the younger kids. Like I taught grades six, seventh, and eighth. And then I coached the high school girls for those okay. sports. Yeah. So it was all at the same time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought there was a point where you took some time off to do the music. You just, you kind of stepped away from teaching, but you were still coaching. And then you walked away to do the music. Was that not? No, it was really... Time? It was, it was like teaching and coaching and then just okay. music full time. <laughs> okay. I got you. I got yeah. you. I, I read that information wrong. But, That's okay. That you were super uh, close. <laughs> you know, um, what's it like for a girl from Ohio to go to the Northeast and kind of get in I, I, I guess engulfed is the right word to use uh, here because, I mean, you, you come across to me as somebody, if you're going to do something, it's 110%. You're not going to just halfway do it. So you get in and you do it, and here you're, you're from Ohio, which is kind of the, the north, you know, well, the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you move to the northeast, and it's a whole different – I mean, everything's different out there. The, the way people are, I'm guessing now I, I know, you know, Boston and stuff like that, but you know, it's, it's a lot faster paced than mm -hmm. what I view because I mean, you know, being from the Midwest, then I kind of know it's a little bit slower here. I've lived in the South, <laughs> a lot slower there. Um, but um, you know, what was that like? I mean, how was the transition? Was there a culture shock? Uh, well, first of all, don't try to drive here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's terrible. I don't even know what they were thinking with these roads. Um, it's a nightmare. But that, besides that, I mean, yeah, huge culture shock, I think. Um, I kind of describe it in the way of like when you're in Ohio – um, you know, you sit down to at a bar next to somebody and, and you just strike up a conversation and that seems super normal. Sometimes right. here, they almost think you're like weird <laughs> for yeah. doing that. Um, <laughs> 
but but it's all good people in both places. I think respect here is like it takes a while to kind of earn that respect. But if you have someone mm-hmm. to vouch for you here, then you're in like family and they will lay right. their life on the line for you. And the loyalty is pretty amazing. Um, but definitely in Ohio, it was like you have my respect until you lose it, you know, so it's right. just kind of like reverse but all you know all both have such great quality people it's just definitely a culture shock in that sense where you have to like you kind of get the cold shoulder from people until you have an in you know right yeah so <laughs> uh, let's let's kind of fast forward you're you're in new england you you had a reason for going from ohio to new england now this this is the part of the show where it's i call it i've heard a rumor <laughs> So I, I've heard a rumor that you did have a reason for going from Ohio to New England. You didn't just pick up one day and go, oh, I want to go to Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a reason. <laughs> um, I So yeah, I, I was dating a guy in college and I moved out here right when I graduated because it was like, if there's any time where you don't have any strings, you don't have a job or things like that holding you down. My family was still in Ohio, but they always, you know, have been great about giving our blessing. We had kind of family all over the country at that point. Right. Um, and so there was just kind of like a time to try it. And and so I gave it a shot. I moved out here and within a year or so, um, we had determined it wasn't going to work out. Um, and I figured I would stay and give it a chance. And I had just gotten my teaching job offer like right when that happened. So oh, wow. it was, it was kind of like, well, I can do this on my own. I've got a salary and benefits waiting for me and a full-time job. So I just, I, I got my own place in Salem and, and I just kind of made my own friends and made my own way. And you've gone on to kind of get into your music and follow your dream. These are the accomplishments. Now, now I'm going to read some of these off. Um, 2019, you won the um, New England Music Awards Live Act of the Year. (laughs) Now, the New England Music Awards are kind of accustomed to the ACMs or the CMAs for the New England region of the country. They're a pretty big deal, but they cover all genres. It's not just one particular genre. So you won live act of the year winner. Now, was that just in country or was that overall? So they do have um, like genre awards. So way back, I think a few years ago, we won the country act. um, And then we went on to do like, I had gotten female performer, which was all genre. So it kind of grew. Do you know what I mean? So it seems like the country award is its own thing. And then if you can move on to the other ones, then you're kind of growing from there. So that's kind of how we see it at least. Well, in, in 2019, you won the live act of the year. You were nominated for band of the year. You were also the lead, no, local female. Again, I only have my glasses on. Local <laughs> female right. artist of the year winner in 2019. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you won two awards out of this. Yeah, there's there's a big one called New England Country Music who do a big awards thing. They're a cool organization okay. out here. Okay, so you've got actually just the music awards and then the country music awards. So the country music awards, you won local female artist of the year. Yeah. Uh, 2018, you uh, won for song of the year in the music awards. 
you won WOKQ's Hometown Riser. Uh, you won <laughs> the Lead Female Artist of the Year for the New England Music Awards. You won Female Performer of the Year. You won Local Female, that was in 2017, and then Local <laughs> Female Artist of the Year. I can't even keep the year straight. But long story short, I mean, you have won or been nominated for many awards up there in, in the Northeast. Did that validate the decision that you made when you were in Ohio? I like the connection there. Um, <laughs> it does. You know, awards are a funny thing. Um, it definitely feels really good to um, have someone recognizing and acknowledging your hard work and what you're doing. Um, right. You know, we see them up here as just kind of that. And they're not going to take you anywhere and they're not going to do things for you. Um, right. But it is a really nice um, validation and, and having somebody say, hey, we noticed you and you're doing a good job. It's also almost all of those are half uh, fan vote and mm -hmm. half committee vote. Um, and so I feel really fortunate to just have an amazing fan base behind <laughs> us that like they vote like crazy. And I think they just have fun with it at this point. It's like a fun thing for them to all do and um, for all right. of us to kind of rally behind. Um, and grow, growing up an athlete, of course, I'm like competitions are super fun for me. Um, but, but I never see it as like, it's not like a vicious, ugly thing. It's more of just like a way to rally all my people together, you know? Right. Um, so I do have to give them a lot of credit for a lot of those. <laughs> well, it doesn't hurt to have all the hardware on the wall or the mantle <laughs> or wherever you have to put it up at too, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's definitely a cool thing to have. Them. A lot easier than painting. <laughs> <laughs> with the awards that you've got, you probably have covered a wall, so you're probably good there. Um, now, what, who would you say are some of your influences in music? Um, so they've grown and maybe changed a little bit over the years, but for sure when I got into it, um, I learned from singing along to Faith Hill, Martina McBride, even some of the pop poppy ladies of the, uh -huh. the 90s, if you will, um, you know, the Mariah Carey's and Christina Aguilera's. Um, right. So that's kind of who I learned how to sing from. Um, but but now I think my voice has naturally kind of sounded like Miranda Lambert as I start mm -hmm. to perform. And so I've gotten that a lot and Sugarland. Um, I, I, I love both of their voices and their sounds. Right. Um, and then as I started to get more into songwriting, I really enjoyed artists like Jason Isbell, Ashley McBride. Um, I think just really paying attention to the way they songwrite and Miranda Lambert too. Um, right. Those are just such cool cool vibes and cool lyrics and they're just so they're just pretty amazing so um we love that kind of stuff you know it's it's so amazing to me um i mean i'm i'm a huge miranda lambert fan i i love miranda yes. it wasn't my fault about her and blake i had nothing to do with that i don't care what the rumor says so they say yeah so they say uh now who heard the rumor right now it's rumor <laughs> session now yeah but it's i i'm and i'm not surprised by it but i've interviewed a lot of female artists and a lot of them point to Miranda as an influence, which says a lot for Miranda. I mean, yeah. you know, she 
accomplished something a couple of weeks ago that hasn't happened for her in I think it was no six years. Yeah. Like four, six yeah. years. Where she took Bluebird to number one. Amazing song, by the way, that you know, um yeah. the whole album is great. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but they also talk about, I've had a couple mention Jennifer Nettles, which Jennifer, I love her. She's a sweetheart of a lady. Yeah. Great to hang out with and to talk oh. to. Um, Ashley McBride is another one that you mentioned. And I've had a lot of them mention Jason. And I'm here's what surprised me. And I'm not going to pigeonhole anybody. But a lot of these artists are, I'm going to say, pre-20-somethings. Oh. And they're big into the the Texas music, uh-huh. which Jason is a major factor in Texas music. Mm-hmm. And so I was quite surprised when I heard his name come up more than once. Yeah. You know, I'm going, yeah. wow, that's kind of cool, you know, because I've, I've known about Jason. I've never got the opportunity to meet him, but I have known of him for a few years now. And and listening to his stuff, and it's just like he's got quite the influence on a lot of people to be no more recognized than he is by the country music audience. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. And I'm not sure. I try to think. Um, you know, I don't. Even though he's Texas and all of that background, I think. Um, I don't know if people necessarily put him into the country music genre or, or maybe right. it's more of like a singer songwriter thing um, right. or Americana. Um, and he definitely has some more heavy rock and tunes. Um, but, but yeah, that may be part of it, but he's also just kind of to me more of like a um, one of those like underground, like cult following sort of things, you know, right. as opposed to like mainstream at all. Right. He's one that, like you say, most people that, that do know of him know a lot about him and he's got kind of that massive underground appeal. Yeah. Um, and his writing is so him. I mean, (laughs) you hear a song, it's Jason, um, you know, and that's one of the things I've noticed about your songs. You hear a song and it's, it's you, you know, as Annie, you, but case in point, Ghost, <laughs> that song, I, I, if I didn't, if I knew a little bit about your backstory and was not interviewing you and hadn't spent a lot of, you know, a lot of time looking into you as a person, I would still be able to figure out that there was an issue there at some point, that there was a relationship and, and it was just you getting out of a relationship and saying, Hey, I'm, I'm just a ghost in this town. I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, if you look at the, the current day Annie and you look at the song, you're going, but she's not a ghost in that town. Cause that's where she went. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about the story, but I mean, I get it. You left because of, and these were the events that happened and that song came from that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also like, it can just be from wherever you are because then I had a breakup out here in new England and I had to move mm-hmm. to someplace else, you know? Um, and I'm, I still moved to new in new England in Massachusetts, but I moved to a different town and out of the house, right. you know? So it's just kind of nice that, um, it can just be anywhere. And the song has taken 
on different meaning and different shape for me throughout my journey in that sense, you know, where, where I feel like if I did move out from, you know, someone out here, uh, then now it kind of has that new meaning. And, um, and the music video actually was like, in a house that I used to live in. And so it was literally moving out of that house. And it was like all play, you know, we were just playing. We were just like, um, it was actually with one of the radio DJs out here in Boston, but uh-huh. he was my, he was supposed to be my boyfriend and we were packing up and fighting in this house and I was moving out and packing all my stuff. And, and then I really did that, like not very long after that from that right. same place. So, um, you know, it's just funny how that was my first song and it was seven years ago, I guess it was maybe. Right. Um, but it just, it's taken on a different shape in, in all those seven years. Now you've got a, a let, let's move past that and get into current day stuff. Um, because you've got a, a new song that you just released and don't tell me the name of it. I have it in my notes. Oh, I feel so bad because it's, Oh no, it's okay. Our I, most got, recent one was red wine. Exactly. <laughs> and red wine. What, what's the name of it? It's called red, red wine, wine on my on mind. My mind. <laughs> yes. Red wine on my mind. Um, that will be my wife's theme song, by the way. <laughs> yes. Uh, she, she actually, I was listening last night. I was, I have two studios in our basement. I have this studio, and then outside of this, I have my editing studio, okay. uh, which will also be like the music studio. And I was working on it, trying to get the walls finished, trying to get it ready to move all my equipment in, um, which again is like a laundry list of your awards. There's a lot of equipment there. <laughs> and I, I had you playing on Spotify and my wife goes, and, and uh, uh, Red Wine on My Mind was playing and she goes, who is that? And I said, well, that's Annie, the, the girl I'm going to be talking to tomorrow night. And she was like, "Ooh, I like that song. I said, yes. I think you probably would. <laughs> awesome. Red Wine Lover. Too. <laughs> yes. Oh, she... Oh my girl, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. yay. <laughs> One of her Christmas presents will probably be a wine refrigerator because Good. She, when we bought this house and we were leasing another one and that one actually had a built-in wine rack that would hold about 25 bottles. Nice. It was never empty. <laughs> she would drink the wine, she would empty the and bottles. refill it. <laughs> but she'd have to put a bottle back in so it was never empty. Correct. Uh, not that my wife drinks a lot. Don't please don't take that. None of us do. Just... None of us do. It's... <laughs> she really liked the song and it was it's it was like it was a girls' night out anthem basically. Yes, I like that. We call it our like female Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. And uh, so it, it was I mean it was really cool that she was enjoying it and yeah. um so that's the current single. So I'm going to play that real quick. Right. And well, for the next three and a half minutes anyway, <laughs> and, and let everybody get a taste of it. <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> yes. You're making me thirsty. And, and, and if you can describe it, then you are, you are doing great. It's got a little bit of a floral aftertone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about wine. All I know is how to get the cork out of there without dropping. It it's very bottom. oaky. It's oaky. Yeah. 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 It's oaky. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so we'll play that and while we're doing it I'll go get a bottle of wine and I'll send you over a glass real quick how's that yes 
<laughs> I'm in. All right. Here's Eddie Brobst and Red Wine on My Mind. It's before Nashville. I got red wine on my mind. I got nothing but time. No. When I'm drinking, I ain't thinking about who I am and who's done me wrong or where I'm headed and where I've gone. See, all I got is red wine.
And that was Annie Brobst, the red wine on my mind. And again, that was some good wine. Thank you, by the way. Woo, yes. See, <laughs> Thank and, you. And, see, here's the cool thing about that. Liquor in general, when it comes to country music, you can put a label on any bottle you want. So when this song hits like big across the country at radio stations, I'm giving you a little tip here. You send out a bottle of red wine, and on the label, you just have it say, red wine on my mind, with a couple of those really cool glasses that I saw that had the hashtag ABB, which is Annie Brokes Band. Yeah. And so, see, there you go. There's a marketing tip for you. I like it. I'm going to take notes over here. (laughs) I've gotten my fair share, trust me. (laughs) I've had John Rich send me alcohol. I've had uh, Florida Georgia Line send me alcohol. I'm still waiting on the Jack Daniels from Eric Church. Miranda Lambert has a wine line, too. She does. And it's uh, only in Texas. And I tried Mm -hmm. to order it and have it shipped up here, and they won't ship to Missouri. Me too. <laughs> so I'm they just don't like have to... the yeah they don't like the M word states because they won't right. send to Massachusetts either. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. So I'm gonna make a trip to Texas and I'm gonna get some. So I'll yeah. grab an extra case and I'll ship it to Massachusetts. How's okay. That? <laughs> <Deal. laughs> the song itself is really good. What's the backstory on the song? Where did it come from? So it's kind of a funny one. Um, So we had a Monday night residency for, wow, I think it was like five years we did it. Um, Every Monday night. And then we went down to like once a month on Mondays. And one Monday, it was just kind of slow in there. And it was like eight of our friends just hanging out at tables. And we're like, you know, I don't know. Why don't we write a song tonight? (laughs) Like just for fun. And I still have the voice memo of when I pulled out my phone to just kind of record what we came up with. And um, right. And I was drinking red wine because I sip on red wine when I sing. And, uh, and I was just was like, I got red wine on my mind. And, and we just tried to make rhymes and make it fun. And, and, and it just, the chorus was kind of born from there. That's awesome. That's yeah. a great story. Yeah. So it was just kind of a fun one. It was like we were sitting with our buddies and we were drinking wine. And, yeah. and then, of course, I finish off all the lyrics when I'm thinking in the shower. That seems to be the place. I thought you were going to say you finished off all the wine. And that too. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we didn't, I didn't, that, go, that goes unsaid. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> um, now, I, I read an article about you and how you interact with your audience because you're not one that just stands on stage. You <laughs> have a very, uh, and I haven't seen your show. I've, I've seen videos, but I haven't seen the show in person yet. But you, you have an energetic show. You've got a, a presence. You have a personality about you that you like to get out in the crowd. And, and actually, in this article, you uh, and I'm going to quote you, you said, uh, and it won't be verbatim, but it was, that's why I like my wireless microphone, because yeah. I can go out in the crowd. Yeah, I make every sound guy panic the minute I'm like, I'm <laughs> taking it in front of the speakers. So like, yeah. no, no. no. <laughs> quick, drop the 32 hertz down, quick. <laughs> right. He's gonna squeal. Uh, yeah, and I have definitely heard it sometimes. Um, but no, I love to, I love to do that. There's a there's like w- big barrels um, at mm-hmm. one of the venues we have up here, and uh, and I always give them a wobble test before my show starts to figure out which barrel is okay to jump on. 
Um, but yeah, you know, I, I love that. I think there's, there's definitely all sorts of types of female singers out there. And I've definitely Mm -hmm. seen like, I think of like a Casey Musgraves who writes the most amazing songs and she's beautiful and she stands there and she plays beautiful music and she sings beautifully and it totally works for her. Um, I think my MO has just always been to kind of like stomp around (laughs) you know I think that comes from the Miranda Lambert um (laughs) watching because I just imagine that kerosene video where she's like just comes stomping in you know um so yeah I like to jump around get jump on things and just kind of get people into it and see people seem to um really respond well to it so so it's okay I'm not frightening anyone that's awesome now um the the other other part of this laundry list I have here. Of course, you played a lot of events. Um, again, the people that you've opened for or you have been on the side stage performing or the main stage is unbelievable. I mean, there's one name on here that I didn't see right away, and I'm disappointed because he spends so much time in New England, and that's Kenny Chesney. Yeah, that's definitely a dream, of course. Um, and he makes his return all the time. Um, but no, never, never that one yet. So let's hope someday I catch yeah. the right person's attention. Right. Well, I, I know people. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> right. I have a very good friend that has worked with Kenny since, um, as a matter of fact, I think he worked for a label when Kenny's first single came out and he did his first radio tour. Wow. So he's been with him 20, about 25 years now. That's a lot. (laughs) That's awesome. And um, so um, when, when you, when he gets back out to new England, I'll, I'll message my, my friend and say, Hey, uh, check out this local young lady because she'll blow your socks off. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Even for him um, to just like read it and know my name for a yeah, second. Yeah, just, just read it. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I mean, we're talking David Lee Murphy. He's a connection to Kenny Chesney. He's he is. Hits for He's, Kenny. When I saw his set, it was like a, it was almost like a cover set. You know, yeah. and it's, and then he's saying, and I wrote this one. I wrote this one. I wrote this one. I'm like, I knew a few that he wrote, but I did not know all of those. And it was oh, so yeah. impressive. He's written so many tunes, and it was more impressive that it was like a lot of those artists first big hit. Right. So that was cool, you know, like, and I'm, and I, I may be wrong with that first big hit, but it was like some of their huge ones, like big green tractor and, um, and barefoot blue jean night. And you either kiss me or not Thompson square. I mean, it's huge hits by people like amazing. (laughs) Yeah. David and David is a, he's an amazing artist and amazing writer. And I mean, his stuff has just gone everywhere. Um, Kaylee Hammock, um, I, I love Kaylee. She just released her album. Mm. What was it? Uh, this past Friday. She's so uh, cool. That was really good. I mean, and, uh, McGemory Gentry, Edwin McCain, um, Joe Nichols. I'm just running down through here real quick. (laughs) Those are kind of recent ones. Yeah. Uh, I love those, love those shows. uh, Um, main stage, Brett Eldridge, Devin Dawson, uh, Big and Rich, Jody Messina, Gretchen Wilson, um, <laughs> Crystal Keith, Toby Keith's daughter. Yeah, she was um, very nice. Awesome. Dustin Lynch, uh, Don McLean. I mean, you got a couple of people in there that aren't 
country. I mean, down yeah. the plane and little and river band too. Those are, those yeah. are some like cool ones. Cause you walk into a place and those are all sold out. Um, some, right. a couple at theaters and a couple up here at like a, a music hall. And, um, you just walking into an audience who has no idea who the heck you are and doesn't even particularly maybe like your genre and you just have to win them over. And I love that. Like that's, right. it's very cool. It's like, Oh, there's, 1500 people who may be new brand new fans of yours after this so it's right. all you you know it's a cool opportunity it really is and i mean the list just goes on i mean i've got some some good friends on here dylan scott uh dylan's a, a real good buddy of mine dan and shay are good friends of mine yeah. um jordan rager Stephanie Quayle. I've known Stephanie for a couple of years now. She is Can't the bother. sweetest human. <laughs> uh, she was actually on Kelly, uh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, show, I just saw last, that. Yeah. Which I thought was really, really neat for her. I mean, I knew Stephanie before when she was on her first radio tour. Okay. Um, she came to the station that I was a program director of. And so I got to meet her there. And then I've seen her in Nashville numerous times. Oh, cool. Um, She's great. So, um, I, I have my list of, of my standard questions I ask, and I'm just going to make this easy for both of us. I'm just going to throw that one. Oh, no. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> there it goes. Cause there's nothing, there's nothing standard about this interview whatsoever to see accomplishments like this. And quite honestly, here's the part that I, I don't get. And I've been in music again for, uh, I've been in radio since I was 18. So 36 years I've been in radio. Wow. The last dozen <laughs> years I've spent in country. I've worked every format imaginable. I don't understand where, I, I, I don't, where's Nashville is the question <laughs> I'm asking myself. Now, I, I'll be honest, you may be, there are people out there that have great success where they're at and they say, Nashville, eh whatever. If that's your goal, if Nashville is your goal, then where are the people at knocking on your door? Because they should be. Well, I appreciate that. I think we, we definitely have the mentality and I learned this from a good friend of mine out here, Tim. Um, but he, he, he told me this and it's kind of stuck and it was like, you got to make Nashville notice you. And right. so that's definitely the trajectory we've taken. Um, but I think, you know, we just have to keep working on our songwriting and, and maybe someday mm -hmm. we'll get that song that, that somebody wants to pick up or, um, or somebody wants me to sing or, or whatever. But, um, we just, I keep thinking and, and a lot of my fans tell me this, like you're just one song away, one song, you know? Right. Um, so we just got to keep working on our craft and, and keep working hard and without giving too much away, we are working very hard and putting in a lot of hours right now for some big mm -hmm. stuff coming. So, um, and, and hopefully maybe it includes one of those songs, you know? And, and I mean, here's the thing you're every song that I've listened and I went through the whole, my first rodeo album last night, I went through oh. the EP. Um, I mean, I had you on Spotify <laughs> for two and a half hours last night. So I guess it was looping. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but no, I mean, it was cool. just, you know, uh, and the funny part was at one point it, it got, um, I think it was ghost. It got them playing ghost and then it went right into Ashley McBride. Oh, that's and I awesome. Was like, 
I thought it was a cover. I thought you'd done a cover and Spotify actually put it on. I'm like, wow, man, she sounds just um, like Ashley McBride. And then I look <laughs> at my phone, I'm going, because it is. That's weird. Well, that was a cool segue. <laughs> yeah. A lot of your songs are, I, I won't call them traditional country because they're not, but they don't hit the country pop as much as, as some people might mm-hmm. think. I mean, they're kind of that, I, I don't know, for lack of a better phrase, and this may not be the right one, but they're kind of a neo-traditional country. They're just mm-hmm. kind of a, a updated version of, of an older, you know, a 90s Martina McBride and uh, Dina Carter, which you yeah. do. Uh, I love the cover that you do. Okay, I'm, I'm, this is a shameless <laughs> plug. Go to YouTube. Search for Annie Brobst, and that's B-R-O-B-S-T. Search for Annie Brobst and go to her cover of Dina Carter's Strawberry Wine. That's amazing. That was a cool one. And that was like just all the females that I could round up (laughs) that I knew that were so talented. They just all jumped on board and didn't hesitate and they they killed it. Like It it was like, it was a girl band. I mean, it was an absolute (laughs) girl band doing you know, strawberry wine and you've got, and I don't, I don't, I couldn't make out the only name that I knew was yours. And I, you know, (laughs) one thing I did notice, I think maybe all or all but one, their name started with a. (laughs) That is true. Ashley, Andrea, April, Annie. (laughs) Yeah. And, and the lady playing the guitar, the, the young, the young gal playing the guitar, man, that thing, it sounded like a steel guitar and she was yeah. playing and I'm kind of a, I don't, I don't play guitar, but I, you know, I do like, you know, to follow guitar. So she's playing a Telecaster. Mm-hmm. Sounds like she's got a volume pedal on it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and she's got it sounding just like a steel guitar and it was amazing. But the whole thing was cool. The way you, you started out and then you backed off and the girl that was playing the acoustic guitar, she takes over singing yeah. and she sings the next verse. And then you have another come in and she does the next verse. And she is just, I mean, it was like church. <laughs> she was getting into it and, you know, she, I was waiting for her hands to go up and the whole oh, nine yeah. yards. She did too. Morgan did some of this. She, yeah. she hit that yeah. bridge, you know, it's funny. Um, my boyfriend has two little girls and they're nine and I edited that whole thing. And so they heard that song over and over and over again for like three weeks. Um, because as the pieces came in, I was putting them together and I just had to get it just right. And, right. um, and now they sing along to it and they always <laughs> sing like Morgan's extra parts on the bridge that aren't really there. It's the, it's the greatest thing. And that's big chorus comes in at the end and they're hitting all the ad libs that Morgan does that aren't even really there in the song. And uh, it's just, it's funny. She's uh, that Morgan miles is an amazing artist. So everybody should check just, uh, yeah. Visit the video, shameless plug, yes. go to the video and check out all those talented ladies that uh that helped me out with that yeah they were i mean it, it was great <laughs> um and the next video you need to do you need to do a TikTok with the, the girls because they're twins right yeah <laughs> uh, and so you need to do a TikTok with them with dina carter strawberry wine and see oh. if they hit those notes oh they will that's a good ad-libs. idea that's that viral so waiting cool. to happen <laughs> yes it is and dina will will sit up and take notice let me tell you yes um performances okay i 
again, another thing, you are beyond being, well, the most decorated artist I've ever met. Uh, beside that, you're an innovator. I'm trying. You, <laughs> we try. You're doing this. It, it, you used to do, it was house concerts. And you would like tour. video that. Yeah, the house tour. And, and I was looking at some of the, the tour stops on the first one. <laughs> Annie's Closet. Um, <laughs> the Twins Room. <laughs> and places like that. And then you go on to the second one. And it's kind of the same thing. It's uh, the front porch. And <laughs> it was an outdoor like a, version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then now you've gone on and you are taking social distancing with the world that we're in to a new level <laughs> because you're you're going around the country well around your area not around the country yeah new england yeah <laughs> going around new england and you have a i would call it and and this shows my my southernness i would call it like a buckboard wagon that i'm sure you pull around with your vehicle <laughs> and yeah. you set up two stools you've got your guitar player and you've got your you know and and he sings with you as well mm -hmm. and you do concerts you go around the country doing this i mean around new england doing this where did you get that idea because there are a lot of artists i mean you can trademark that and girl i'm telling you you can make money you no, you're out that idea. You're a smart man. You're a smart <laughs> man. Um, it was, you know, the whole idea for the house tour just was kind of born after I I sulked for a week or so as my shows started to get canceled, and uh, took some time to like figure out what on earth, where was my mind going? Like I was just, mm -hmm. I didn't know what we were gonna do, um, and I didn't know what this was gonna look like for anyone, you know. And I I didn't right. want to fall behind, or I just it just was stressful. And I'm sure, and, and I'm sure others have had it way worse. So I don't want to say that it's so bad, but, um, right. and then, and then, um, you know, and then I, I think we just felt like, um, well, now's the time to like make opportunities for ourselves. Um, right. and so I saw this meme on social media that said, it said, I'm going to put a drink in every room of my house and call it a bar crawl. <laughs> And so I, I thought that was hilarious first of all, and I was oh, probably going to try it at some point through all this whole quarantine. <laughs> um, but then I said, well, what if we did a live stream show and a concert in every room of our house and called it a tour? Um, and so we just figured out which rooms we'd want to go to. And my boyfriend, of course, was like, yes, this is perfect because then we'll have to clean our house. <laughs> <laughs> So he's, he's, he loves to be clean, which is so nice to have him because I'm like, I hit my closet like a hurricane. Um, but he, uh, so he, we, we, we did, we chose all the rooms. We also wanted to clean along the way. So we were in the basement, the bathroom, the twins room. They got to design the set list that night and be part of that show. Um, and just everywhere. The closet was a very anticipated show because I think people wanted to see all my sparkly stuff. <laughs> All your stage clothes. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. So, and then after that, um, you know, we, I think that was right around my birthday and, um, mm -hmm. and, and Ryan, my boyfriend, who's also my guitar player, um, he, he teaches guitar lessons out of his house and he was doing it all virtually. And, um, and he was like, well, you know, I don't want to cancel all of our lessons if like these shows aren't really helping us financially. Cause we were, 
to be honest, we were struggling. Um, right. And so um, it made sense. And so I really just kind of put it out to my fans and I said, hey, if we can reach this goal, um, this this money goal, kind of like a GoFundMe, if you will, um, then we'll do a second edition of the house tour. And uh, they really wanted a second edition of the house tour <laughs> because they hit it at like, it was something like 250% of the goal. So wow. we never told anybody what the goal was. We just, you know, he and I discussed what would make it worth it for him to sometimes cancel lessons to do shows right. um, and, 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 and things like that. So, and they just were above and beyond. And like I said, I don't know if part of it was like birthday gifts, but also um, people really just supporting us, but they were so generous. Right. Generous. And uh, so we did a second edition, all outdoors, and that started to draw our neighbors and our uh -huh. fans started to show up in our backyard. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when we did those shows and we said, hey, we're going to be on the porch this day, we had an audience on our yard. Um, so that was kind of cool. And it just made us think um, that we could maybe do a third one and surprise people with that um, and do neighborhoods because people right. really wanted to be outside and really wanted music. And we were lucky enough to have a friend who had that, what'd you call it? That buck wagon. The buckboard <laughs> wagon. Yes. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. It looks like it, <laughs> the buckboard wagon. Yeah, the buckboard wagon. He came over and, to take like all the trash to the dump with my boyfriend. And I was like, that would be funny if we just drove to our friend's houses and did shows on that. And he goes, let's do it. <laughs> Wow. So, here we are. <laughs> right I, I was actually I was actually talking to an artist the other day and was sharing with her about that oh. and and told her to go to your your site, your Facebook page and uh and look at the pictures of it because oh. you know she's 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 in the same boat i mean you know a lot of artists uh it, it doesn't matter from you know we mentioned kenny chesney miranda lambert ashley mcbride all the way down to somebody that's just getting started right now there is very little that they can do facebook is getting so inundated with people you know doing shows from their home or stuff like this and yeah. and thing you know it's like facebook's turned into lower broadway almost <laughs> yeah you know? that's true the whole idea of that i mean just the innovation i was like that is a super cool idea well thank you and you i know? as much as i'd love to take credit for all the planning stages of that it was just kind of like one one thing led yeah. to another thing and our fans kind of asked for it and enough fans asked for it they were like well we can do this and you know and we put five dates for that house tour three out there and people were messaging us how do i get you to come to our neighborhood how do <laughs> you know so so now we're booking through october through the end of october wow. until it gets too cold on the vocal cords to be out there but um right. We're going to keep it going as long as we can because it seems to bring happiness to a lot of people and it's brought a lot of happiness to us to be able to play again. So, yeah, I mean, and these things have been on streets, they've been at, at homes. <laughs> um, I saw you did one at a pavilion at a park, I think it was. Um, the latest one that I saw, you've been out <laughs> camping. Yeah, we and, went camping and yeah. pulled our speaker up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, this is just awesome. I mean, you're it's like you're thinking ahead of, okay, what can I do next? But your fans are telling you what they want and you're listening. 
Yeah. You know? And that's, yeah. And I, I think you have to just be kind of a, a good sport and you have to mm -hmm. like, just be willing to try things. You know, I think that's kind of nothing. We don't have anything else going on right now. So sure. Let's give this a shot. You know, I think that's what it's all about too, is um, being able to just kind of pick up and, and go and try it right now. There's a lot of people who want to hear that. And so you will find right. that you're pleasantly surprised. Well, people, like you said, people want music because the old saying is, is uh, music's food for the soul and it feeds the soul yeah. and it gets people in a good mood and it gets them to forget about <laughs> all the junk going on, you know. And, yeah. and so right now, if, if no other time, this is a great time for, for music. And unfortunately, live music has been halted. I heard today uh, about Dan and Shay, you know, they've actually went ahead and planned for 2021 they've got their dates scheduled and yeah. and the venues and everything and a lot of people have said oh we're postponing our tour until 2021 but mm -hmm. no dates have been set yet mm -hmm. um you know so yeah i think it's just a scary time we're not sure even what next year is going to bring and how right. slow it'll be to get back um but yeah that's where it's just, especially for the big artists like that. I mean, I can't even imagine because those, those venues are going to be the last to come, you know? So, right. um, just gotta hang in there and write and release new music and you can reach the online audience that way, you know? Um, right. but yeah, we're trying to squeeze in as many live shows as we can until the winter hits. Cause then mm. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Another house tour. <laughs> <laughs> take take the tires off and put skis on them and you just yeah. take it around with reindeer just in the know? back of our car or something like inside yeah. i don't know we'll have to get creative <laughs> just put the speaker up on top of the house and you can sit inside and play yeah um, where where are things going for you i mean I, i'm not asking you to divulge any secrets because i know you got a lot of big mm. stuff going on um what's what's the next step i mean past the house tour uh, new music that you're working on you're going back in the studio silently nodding to all of those questions <laughs> okay. uh, this is the first time we're actually trying to keep it under wraps you know oh, okay. so i have okay. to kind of stay quiet but okay. we will be um i will say we we will be having a, you know we'll have a single out before the end of the year um okay. so people can know that and stay in touch with us for that um and then yeah a lot more is coming in terms of it so now, we're excited there was one that i wanted to touch on and yeah. uh little girl dreams yeah. Released that in January of this year. I think I saw on uh, Spotify when I was listening last night, and, and I may have the number wrong. So don't, this is not a quote. <laughs> it, it, because I, I look at the Spotify stream numbers a lot and they start to run together. I want to say it was somewhere between nine and 12,000. I think that one's right. Yeah, I think that's okay. right up there. Red Wine's our biggest right now, but um, yeah, Little Girl Dreams is doing well. <laughs> yeah, Red Wine's got like five. I I think it was. I don't. I don't even remember, but it was like five numbers. Yeah, <laughs> three past the comma. So yeah, <laughs> this that song. Where where did that come from? Little Girl Dreams. Uh huh. Um. So we've definitely wanted to write, we're, we, we, we tend to gravitate towards ballads. We love to write a ballad. Mm -hmm. um, and so we wanted an upbeat, poppy tune. Um, and, and I think, I'm trying to think of how we even 
sat down with that one. That was a, um, a co-write between myself, Ryan and Roger, both of my guitarists in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just wanted a positive tune. It's always good to start your, your first single of the year off right. with something like that too. Um, and, and I, and I drew in some, some personal experiences from my life and, and growing up and coming home and my grandmother always surprising me on the front steps when she'd visit from North Carolina. Um, so just kind of nostalgic and, um, and just trying to be happy and positive. And, and we've got two little girls in our house, you know, so, um, trying to be a role model and, and, uh, and remember what it was like to be in the mind of a little girl and how right. innocent and fun, you know? So are are the two girls in the house, are they on the single cover with you because there's like five little girls there? Yeah, yep. Okay. They and they are so excited when they like pull up Spotify on their little iPads and show their friends that they're on the cover <laughs> on Spotify. That's me. Um, Look, I'm on Spotify. Yeah. And we did have those singles printed so that we could pass those out oh, and sign them and, and all of that. Cool. So um, it's those, it's, it's the two girls and, um, their cousins and they're a good friend down the street. So we just kind of rounded up the, uh, the little girl troops there and had a nice photo shoot. Nice day. No, that's cool. So we're, we're looking forward to new music. Um, I, I know you said that, um, Ryan is one of your primary co-writers. I, I read that and Roger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now your band, you, you, I think you've kind of made some changes in the band and I don't know when that came about. Cause when you first started, it was f- four pieces and it was, um, all males. And then you've added a, a female fiddle player, correct? <laughs> we, so we, we add in kind of as we need it or when the stages are big and we have okay. the, and we can fit everybody and, and make it a, as many as we can. We've got a female fiddle player. Sometimes we have, um, uh, a mandolin banjo utility guy sometimes mm-hmm. keys who is amazing and he played all over the record um and uh and then a female backup singer sometimes so wow we try to i try to get some of the girls in there when we can <laughs> but um but yeah we've we've definitely cycled through a few you know we're always trying to find the right fit and sometimes right. you know a drummer or or a bassist or somebody will stay for a couple of years and then they're moving on to other things or right. pursuing you know brand new ventures with either new bands or some going into like the restaurant business and and all that so um you know i i never try to get possessive over anybody it's like we get it you know and just i get it and we do have it's nice that we have um quite a few people that are always interested in hitting us up about playing with us if we ever need it. So, right. you know, we just feel like there's no pressure in that sense. And, um, we did really want to kick off 2020 and have the same five of us everywhere. You know, usually it's like, right. I just am the only one who needs to stay consistent. Um, but, but we really wanted 2020 to be like all original shows, ticketed shows and have the band be really tight and really prepared for every show. And we felt the way to do that was to go and stick with the same five guys for this year. And then things happen. (laughs) Then then the pandemic happened and I feel bad. We've had to cancel a lot on those guys and it's been just really down to like me and Ryan for most of this stuff. But right. Yeah. Well, hopefully 2021 will be a much better year for everybody. Yes. Um, and in the meantime, you know, I'm sure you guys have had time to, to just 
sit back and relax kind of, um, yeah. and work on your craft. I mean, you've written songs and, and, uh, you know, you and Ryan and, and, you know, the good thing like zoom, like we're doing, you know, this with zoom, the good thing about zoom is you can do rights. You can do, um, the, you know, the video for like strawberry wine, you know, you can do that yeah. kind of stuff. I'm looking forward to what you've got in store for us in 2021. I know a couple of things that are being pitched uh, and uh, I will all works out. I'll be a part of, of that. And so I'm super excited about that. I want to see how that goes. Um, and um, I, I'm just, I'm just excited. I mean, I can't, for one, I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to meet Ryan. I really, look up to him for all that he does because it takes a uh it, it takes a a guy that's you know he he seems to to have your back and you're you know he's he's right there with you uh, in the <laughs> trenches i mean literally he's right there with you yeah and uh, and that's a lot and so i can't wait to meet you guys and and talk some more and i'll be following you uh i'll be following your career i'll be seeing how things go and something new comes out, I'm probably going to shoot you an email well, yeah. <laughs> and get well, you back I, on. I'm so thankful that we got connected. So thanks to Brian for that. And, um, yeah. and, and just, uh, you have been so thorough with your research <laughs> and I was so impressed and that's really makes for a really great interview. And so I appreciate all of your hard work with that and listening to all my songs and just all the support. So, and tell your wife that, um, we got red wine. <laughs> the yeah. Thank you for the kind words. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say this while we're, you know, in the interview process, but she has a glass that will hold a whole bottle of wine. I got one of those this year too. <laughs> there you go. So y'all are wine buddies. You're, oh you're connected gosh. from here on out. It totally so, sounds like it. Uh, it'll be awesome. But uh, I look forward to it again. I, I look forward to what you guys have in store. Can't wait to, uh, to hear more music. Um, again, I'm sure I'll be back on Spotify listening to your playlist and, <laughs> and, uh, uh, just all your stuff because it's it's good stuff so check annie out she you can get her all those streaming platforms uh, spotify itunes uh, google music all that stuff yeah uh, check out her music there you can check her out on all the social media she's on facebook she's on instagram i don't know outside of that what you're on because that's the only two that i have you on i've got twitter and i have tiktok Okay. Um, which one of our videos from the house tour hit like 200,000 views or something crazy. Wow. Um, so they'll have to check it, check all those out if you have them. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I have to look that one up. I actually, yeah. believe it or not, I have TikTok. Oh, get it. I, I, I do nothing with it, but I have it. <laughs> it's a really silly thing, but it's, I it's, love watching it's the cool. videos though. Yeah. They're great videos. My yeah. wife, is trying to get me to do a couple of those. I'm like, yeah, not going to happen. It's so, great for ADD because you just like, they're super quick right. and you scroll on. Yeah. You will never see me whip it and nay nay it on TikTok. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going to happen. So, so Annie, you say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. After after a, a few of those surveys, you never know. <laughs> Anything can happen. Uh, thank Annie, thank you so much. Uh, it's been a joy to talk to you. I appreciate it. And we'll talk again soon. 
Okay, thank you so much. Very nice to meet you. Be the first to know the country stars of tomorrow. Subscribe to Before Nashville on your favorite podcast channels and on social media. Until next time, I'm George Davis, and this has been Before Nashville.